the line. The second half, the ball comes back to Stewart. They float across the line. It comes to Linda. Back inside it comes the lines. He's away from one tackle. Then the ball back to Stewart. They've got an overlap. Stewart's gone straight through. He comes to halfway. Where are the wingers? He's up over halfway. He's looking for Eddie Howard. He's still going, Stewart. He gave it to Maninga. Hello and welcome to the All Things Rugby League Podcast. I am your host, Big Les. I'm going to be going through my Daily M Team of the Year as well as my Daily M Prediction. So let's start off with the Team of the Year. Uh, the fullback nominees, they are James Tedesco, Kalen Ponga, Will Kennedy, Tom Trevojevic, Ryan Pappenhausen. Now, 100%... Tom Dravojevic is getting it. The season that he's had, the impact he's had on his side is just unbelievable. But you could also make an argument for James Tedesco. I've said this a number of the a number of times in a bunch of different podcasts. This guy has come into this roost. Well, he hasn't come into this roost squad. He's been there for a while. But he's he's just taken a side who had 50 or more percent of their salary cap out, and he's taking them to a final series. James Tedesco, you could definitely argue that he's the fullback of the year, but I do think Tom Dravojevic gets this one. Wingers of the year. Your nominees are Ruben Garrick, Josh Adokar, Brian Toto, Jason Saab, and Alex Johnston. Now, I think the, the two wingers for me that get this award is Ruben Garrick and Brian Toto. You can make an argument for Alex Johnston, top try scorer this year. Definitely make an argument for this guy. You can make an argument for... You can sort of make an argument for Saab because he's been quite electric for the Manly Seals. But I think if we're going wingers of the year, if we're taking up the whole year, we're thinking about who are the best wingers this year. First of all, Ruben Garrett. Broken a number of records for the Manly Seagulls. And every time he gets the ball in his hands, he's just electric. So he's definitely in there for me for my first one. And then you've got Brian Toto. Now, Brian Toto, he probably leads the NRL in post-contact meters. Just an absolute weapon. One of the strongest wingers I think I've seen in a while. In a while. Like a semi-ra-dra-dra, he sort of reminds me of. He comes back from a syndesmosis injury and runs for nearly 300 meters. Like, this guy is a serious talent. His origin stint was really good uh, as well. Two tries in his first origin game, which is just crazy. Just crazy. Um, and then you've got... Bro- and then you've got... Yeah, well, there you go. There are your two wingers for me. Ruben Garrick, Brian Toto. Centers, we've got Matt Burton, Joseph Manu... Bradman Best, Justin Olam, and Dane Gagar. Now, Justin Olam wasn't even going to be considered as your centers of the year in the centers of the year uh, thing. Uh, he wasn't even included. Not from not until uh, the presidential sweep where uh, Cameron Munster came in uh, and he's basically saved Justin Olam's hopes for the center of the year. So, uh, look, Justin Olam's for me was unreal. He reminds me of Steve Maddai. Uh, in his career, it was just amazing. Such a hard-hitting center and a small one as well, which is just crazy. 
looking through this list right now, there's a number of players we could pick. I'm going to go Joseph Manu, just because Joseph Manu has been unreal this season. Uh, obviously, out late um, with, obviously, that cheekbone injury. I'd have to get a facial reconstruction for, which was pretty heavy. Um, look, you could definitely make an argument for all of these guys. I mean, Matt Burton turned in one of the best centers in the game when he's a 5'8", one of the most lethal centers in the game. You've got Bradman Best, who has been unreal for the Newcastle Knights. Really strong player. Dane Gagai, just unreal for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. But for me, the centers of the year have to be Joseph Manu and Justin Olam. 5'8 of the year. Well, 5'8 of the year, sorry. Your, contend- your contenders are, the nominees are, Adam Dewey, Cameron Munster, Cody Walker, and Jerome Luai. I think, I think this is a pretty obvious one, to be honest. And that's, that's a weird thing to say, considering all of these guys have had unbelievable seasons. I think for me, the 5'8 of the season has to go to Cody Walker. This guy has been phenomenal this season. Just phenomenal. There's no other word for it. Playing champagne footy nearly every week. Such an explosive and dangerous 5'8". Honestly, so unpredictable. I definitely think that this guy is the 5'8 of the year or Dalian 5'8 of the year. Has to go to Cody Walker for me. Halfback, Jerome, you got nominees are Jerome Hughes, Daly Cherry Evans, Adam Reynolds, and Nathan Cleary. Again, another obvious one here for me, Nathan Cleary. The things that he's done this season. One of the best defensive halves in the comp other than Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown has to be one of the best defensive halves in the comp, but Nathan Cleary is definitely up there as well. One of the best defensive centers in, in the, oh, sorry, defensive halves in the comp. One of the best, one of the most skillful halves in the comp. He, he's just unbelievable, Nathan Cleary. Probably one of the best players. He is one of the best players in the game. Just under Tom Trevojevic, he's definitely up there, Nathan Cleary. So he's my halfback for the year. Again, you could probably make arguments for all of these guys. Jerome Hughes, really, really good for the Storm. Obviously started his career as a fullback and then morphed into one of the best halfbacks in the game. Daly Cherry Evans, clutch. Not Michael Jordan-like, but definitely clutch. Adam Reynolds, just unbelievable for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I can't believe he's leaving. Yeah, but for me, it's Nathan Cleary all the way as halfback of the year. Front rowers of the year, we've got Daniel Saifidi, Jared Warrior Hargreaves, James Fisher-Harris, Payne Haas, Christian Walsh. Well, the first one is obvious. I'm going Payne Haas. Payne Haas for me all the way. Just unbelievable. I think I've said unbelievable. I think if I had a dollar for every time I said unbelievable in this podcast... I would probably be a millionaire, but it's true. He's been awesome for the Broncos this season. Even if they didn't have the best season as a club, they still looked pretty good uh, in attack, the the Brisbane Broncos, in most games. And that was all led by Payne Haas. He is just an absolute workhorse. Other front rower of the year. Now, there's plenty of these guys I could pick. I'm still trying to struggle to put my prediction in. Uh, look, Daniel Saifidi has been unreal for the Newcastle Knights. You've got Jared Warrior Hargreaves, who sometimes plays 80 minutes and just is an absolute workhorse. You've got James Fisher-Harris, who is a really matured front rower now. 
and a really good quality one at that. And then you've got Christian Welch, who has been unbelievable for the Melbourne Storm. For me, I'm going to have to go with Jared Warrior Hargreaves just with the fact that he's been amazing this season for the Roosters. As I said, most games playing 80 minutes and running for nearly 200 and something metres, over 200 metres for most games. Unbelievable for a front rower. So for me, Payne Haas, Jared Warrior Hargreaves for front rowers of the year. Hooker, with the nominees are Apisai Coruscant, Harry Grant, Brandon Smith, Damien Cook. Now, I think everyone can agree that Harry Grant and Brandon Smith are the best two-punch hookers in the comp. It is unbelievable what we see from them week in, week out. Damien Cook has had a really good season. Upperside Coruscant has been pretty good for the Penrith Panthers as well, but not really a standout. I'm going to have to go... Just with the way this season has gone, I'm going to have to go Harry Grant. But Damien Cook is definitely up there. Harry Grant for me, I think Harry Grant, uh, as far as the uh, season has gone, the regular season has gone, he's been unreal uh, for the Melbourne Storm. And Damien Cook, definitely up there in my opinion. Second rowers of the year, we've got Hamole Olakawatu, Viliami Kikau, Satili Tupanua, Isaiah Papali'i. Isaiah Papali'i for me is definitely up there. He's been really consistent for the Eels in the regular season. Really like watching him play. And another one I'm going to have to go just out of the list here, probably Satili Tupanua. He's been so underrated for the Roosters and the things that I've seen him do for the Roosters, obviously shipping, shifting into the centers and playing really well there. One of the best rookie second rowers in the game, for sure. And rookie second rowers, not one of the best second rowers, but definitely one of the best rookie second rowers in the game at the moment. Really great player, Satili Tupanua. So second rowers, Satili Tupanua and Isaiah Papali'i. For me, olakawatu has been unreal for the Eels. He's definitely up there as well. And Kikau, for sure, definitely up there, especially with what he's been doing in the regular season. And then Locke, Locke of the year. For me, I'm going to go Cameron Murray for sure. Cameron Murray's origin stint was unreal. Isaiah Yo's been pretty good. Dale Finucane has been unreal. Jake Trevojevic has been sublime as well. But for me, Cameron Murray, the effort that he's put in all season, his origin stint, the things that he does in defense week in, week out, I just have to pick Cameron Murray. So my team of the year. Tom Trevojevic at fullback, Ruben Garrick and Brian Toto on the wings, Joseph Miner and Justin Olam in the centres, Cody Walker at 5'8", Nathan Cleary halfback, Jared Warrior Hargreaves and Payne Haas in the front row, Harry Grant at hooker, uh, Tupanua and Isaiah Papali'i in the second rows with Cameron Murray at lock. That is my team of the year. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast recommend this one to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one.
explosion.